Welcome back to Wheel and Sness. You got George and Josh here. Uh, if you don't know, we uh, play Super Nintendo games, but we don't get to pick what Super Nintendo game we want. We let a randomizer wheel tell us what Super Nintendo game to play. So uh, this week, what did we draw, Josh? American Gladiators. So uh, American Gladiators. Have you the old school American Gladiators? Were you alive it. when it was on? Oh, I watched them. A uh, huge American yeah. Gladiator fan. Just uh, throwing that one out there. And I do remember, I don't know that I have this game. I feel like I do. I'll have to look later. Uh, but I definitely know I played the shit out of this game growing up. And I have nothing but fond memories for it. But, you know, kind of a double-edged sword. We're going to go back and play it after... You know, 20 to 30 freaking years. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens. But before we start, Josh, do you, uh, I don't know if I said it's episode four, uh, 42, season four, episode two. Uh, do you want to hear what the back of the box has to say? Yeah. yeah. It better be pumped. It better be like solid 80s pump up stuff. It says American Gladiators. Today's most innovative sports event. American Gladiators is now the most innovative sports game available for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Seven events, including the Wall, the Joust, the Assault, Human Cannonball, Atlasphere, Powerball, and the Eliminator, and they all have them trademarked, uh, so I guess they feel the need to, hmm. to put that in there. They're all captured with digitized photography and life-size combat. We've included all the personalities and profiles of the real-life Gladiators. You've got, of course, these are all trademarked, too. Nitro, Ice, Laser, Thunder, Gold, Turbo, Zap, Lace, Blaze, and Gemini are all here, and just like their television counterparts, they'll never give in without a fight to the finish. With tournament play, scoring game rules, and arena design taken right from the show, this game is as real as it gets. Game Tech's American Gladiators for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System is survival of the fittest. Oh, you got a problem with that. What's that? They didn't bring in Diamond? Was Diamond added later, or? I don't know. I don't know. I do know Diamond. Uh, I feel like there's only two uh, <laughs> professions one can go in with names like Nitro, Ice, Laser, <laughs> Zap. It's American Gladiators or Strippers. Yeah, either one. Either one. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they've did. I'm sure they've did both. They probably know. did. Uh so, uh, developed by uh, Incredible Tech on the NES. There was actually an NES game that was quite a bit different than this. Uh, Magitech Design did uh, the one on uh, Super Nintendo, published by Game Tech. Do you remember the other Game Tech games we played, Josh? I do not, and no, I'll top my head. Uh, Jeopardy Sports and Family Feud. Okay. And there may have been another one in there. So, I'm sitting here kind of thinking, just, you know, they had game shows. Technically, this is a game show, right? Yeah. That, it's just a little weird that, uh, you know, I think Game Tech is like the trivia, you know, smart yeah. shows. See, and I was wanting to say uh, Jeopardy and them because it was, like I said, it was a game. Uh -huh. But game show. But I'm like, well, this isn't really a game show, is it? But Well, that's the thing that you got to think about. To me, it's it's not. But it, it, it kind of is. You're competing for money. Which, that's what game shows are, right? Yeah, so, uh, well, and I think uh, it may have been when they released it, re-released it with Hogan and Ali's daughter on it. Uh, I think if you won or you did something, you got to become one of the gladiators. Like oh. the, the, I, Maybe as if you won, like, a season or you made it through, like, a whole, like... I don't know what it was, but I'm, I could be making this shit up, but I feel like that was a thing. But I don't think it was in the olden days. I think it was with the new revamp. The, the revamp, yeah. Uh, so it was designed by Lonnie Rock and Chris Oberth. Uh, so the game for the NES was in 90, 1991, but 1992, this came out on the Sega, the Genesis, the Amiga, uh, Atari ST, and MS-DOS. And I just bet this was a... Banger, banger of an MS DOS game. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it had to have. So I guess we're just going to kind of go in with the background. It, it's a game show. Uh, it's a cross with sports, I guess. So kind of a little bit of write up I got is the show debuted in 89. Uh, basically, what you're doing is you're pitting uh, two male opponents 
two female opponents against each other. So it's male versus male and female versus female. Yep. And you're just average Joes. And you're going up against the gladiators in a handful of events. Uh, and they have several games. So uh, if I'm remembering correctly, whoever has the most points at the end when they go into the final chart stage of Eliminator, uh, they get like so many seconds per point. So if I had like 20 points and you had 18 points, I get like an eight second head start on the Eliminator. They got a head start. So it did matter to rack the points up. Gotta stop you right there. What? You know, whenever whenever we split up, I went home and I immediately looked this up. Because I'm like, I remember watching this. It's the opposite way around. You don't get a head start. You have to beat your opponent by that amount of seconds. Okay. Okay. Uh, so or, that's or it. At least the first okay, three. Okay. So I knew there was Maybe a, they change it. Well, no, you may be right. I just know there was a handicap for Tom. And I felt like I remember it. You, you were probably 100% right. Because I remember him running up that the, speed belt. See, but then again, I have a memory of them delaying it you know like so we got a mandela effect i don't know so either way you had better beat the other bastard like if he had more points or she had more points than you you had to beat them you had whether you had to make up time or you had to finish before them and and you're right now that i think of it i don't know which it is i don't either i don't either so uh uh because i remember at home watching this like i played it for a few minutes and then I'm like, you know what? I, I'm just curious. Like, can I watch this? Can I rewatch these old shows? And I was sitting there, and uh, my wife, she's never watched them. Mm-hmm. So I was explaining it to her about it. So did you watch a full show? Of- oh, I watched three full shows. Was it as cool as it used to be? No, absolutely no, no. not. <laughs> you know what? I'll, all right. So to me, this is kind of like just throwing this out there because I have it in my little rod up here is this is a esque show i feel like it's the original uh ninja warrior yeah it's like ninja warrior-esque now ninja yeah. warrior may be older than american gladiators but it was essentially the same thing it's just pitting strength will and brawn and determination and determination and you remember that the one thing that always hung people up was in the eliminator that bicycle like yeah it, the so, crank yeah so uh we'll go through real quick I, you know you had all these uh uh, events that you competed in. And I feel like there's probably more than what was in the show or in the game. Maybe not. Well, the show, I noticed that uh, they had the rings. Uh, you remember oh, the, yeah. the rings? Yeah, and they would like latch yeah. on. It. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> you so, need to go back and rewatch them. So, uh, you know, one of the events was uh, the joust, which was kind of like the classic. That was my least favorite event yeah. always growing up. Uh, I know they call it the human cannonball. For some reason, I think it's like the swing shot. Yeah. Where you basically, it's like a swing and you try to knock a gladiator off a dang pedestal. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, the wall, which always is like anxiety induced. And, and a lot of the games that are on here, I forgot about the rings, but. Yeah, the rings weren't on it. The eliminator always had like a conveyor belt that you had to run up. And then it was like a steep 45 And I think angle. that second one would be like it's where you had to do crank, the hand box. crank. Yeah. And then there's like a little zip line. And, you know, it was just. There's that, the cargo net. Oh, yeah. There was the and, balance beam. And then you got them gladiators that's got the back. Behind and the sometimes doors. they went fucking yeah. up, man. Yeah. And God, it was such a good show. And even when they remade it, it was still a pretty damn good show. It wasn't the same, but it was still pretty yeah. cool. I said, I was, I was telling it to my wife about it. And I said the same thing you did. I go, now in the Eliminator, I go, the other dude should get like an X amount of head, head start due to his ability. Yeah. And then they took off at the same time. And I'm like, I don't remember this. Okay. But now there's two seasons of it on YouTube. And I only watched three episodes of the first season. So maybe they change it in season two. I don't know. Well, and I know that we're if it came out in 1989, and they may have changed some stuff even before then. Because, like say... The game was, the show had been out for three years when the game was released, yeah. so they probably worked on the game for a little bit as well, but regardless, it was just you against the other person. I don't remember what you win. I know it was money of some sort, yeah. maybe 10 grand or something like that, but... Uh, I think uh, on the original, on the show itself, it's like you win 10 grand for your event, but it's like 100,000 for the full tournament. Really? Yeah. I got to look up how much did a contestant win. 
Yeah, if I'm because because it was a tournament based. It wasn't just a standard one v one. It was an actual bracket that they broke down into. You, you're right. Damn, there is more than I, for, I remember. I told you, go back and rewatch. I went back and rewatched it. The show awarded cash prizes depending on how far the contenders advanced for yeah. the first five seasons. $10,000 cash was awarded for winning the half-season finals. Runner-up was getting 5000 Contenders that lost the semifinal was getting 2500 for advancing that far. Now, mind you, at the end of the day, you know... This was you had to be pretty fit, and I've got some fun facts on like the casting process of the contestants. So really, this is kind of like Ninja Warrior. Like you've got to have some skill, you've got to be a fit person, and you probably enjoy working out or you work hard at your craft. So winning any money, I mean, you're competing against people, so it's kind of like its own sport. So you know, to each their own. Winning money is just kind of a bonus. So you probably didn't just get to show off, just get to beat a gladiator. Compete That's, against the gladiators, yeah. and, and I mean these gladiators were swole. Yeah, like we're not talking like these are no little little kids uh, out here. They were built. Yeah, like there were steroids aplenty on these fools. You know, they weren't like bodybuilder big, but they were big. Yeah. Oh, and assault—that was always my favorite. Where that the most iconic thing in American gladiators is that dude shooting a tennis ball. That hundred miles, an, miles an hour. Yeah, hitting people in the face and shit. All right, so. With all that build up, let's jump into the game, Josh. Is there anything that I've left out that we need to talk about on American Gladiators first? I guess is what I need to say. No, no, no. I mean, I am kind of upset that they didn't have the reins in this game, but. Well, uh, I don't know how you would have did them. I, I don't either, but. All right. So let's jump into uh, what makes the game. And I've got a very, the first one I'm going to say is pretty spot on. I don't think I'm going to say it. If it wasn't a sports game, it kind of follows the fundamentals of American Gladiators. Yep. So you've got the events that you watch on TV. Like I could, I bet you there is no doubt. I watched this TV show, threw my damn underwear on top of my head, <laughs> ran in the room and just started hammering out some damn American Gladiators on Super Nintendo. Yeah. That had to happen in my life. Yeah. Now I will say this. Uh, I think they hit the opening soundtrack to a point, you know the I, the American Gladiator theme song because I wanted it, I wanted it to compare. Was it good? Was it bad? It was a digitized version of it, which mm -hmm. was passable. I said it was. It, so it was, it's passable. It wasn't good as a digitized version of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, no, like that, no. Right? Which I, you know, mind you, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, more iconic theme song. Like, yeah. I remember the show. I couldn't really remember the theme song as much. But uh, I, I did, and I guess to go into that, I did put the music was okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't nothing crazy. I don't even really think there was a whole lot of, of crazy sound effects in there. But the music fit. Yeah. Uh, even, uh, you know, just not just the intro music, I guess, but like in between in, during the games. The I was little, okay The with little that. half the little music in between the rounds that tally up how bad you suck at the game yep. points. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, even though this probably can double back on the break it, I enjoyed the bios of the gladiators. I did with, too. And I mean, they were actually pretty interesting. It's like, not true. He played for the Kansas City Chiefs and then played overseas for two years. Or like, uh, was it like, I don't know if it was Lace or who. It's like, she was actually competing, getting ready for the 92 Olympics. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I like this. Uh, and now, mind you, and then here you are, average Joe going up against these George, who's ate six out of a dozen donuts this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, I think it would get really old going through that over and over again each game. But it was a nice touch. It was. Uh, I, I think you know. It does, I guess we'll throw in there, it has all the games that you uh, you remember. Uh, I enjoyed them. Uh, I forgot about the rings, to be quite honest. So I don't know that there's really any other games that was missed, but you caught the big ones. Yeah, like I said, the only reason why I knew the rings were missing was because I watched the show. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, I would have never even thought about them. And all them rings, that probably was more anxiety than the wall. Oh, yeah. Me. Because those guys, like, okay, here's the other thing. 
have you ever stood on like a uh, pedestal? I have you, and there be I don't know forty rings hanging down, and you just jump up on them and start practicing. Like these gladiators have this shit at their ready at, at their disposal. Yeah, I, I can guarantee <clears throat> nobody's went across a ring field like that. Yeah, and so the gladiators, I feel like they used to talk a little bit of smack too. Oh in yeah, there. and like you're, they did. you're fucked. Like there is because, no way because the whole all, the whole objective of the ring is to get from one end to the other. And granted, you know they like the first set I think was like five rings, and then it like went to seven, and then it went back down a little bit. But I just remember yeah. them reaching and that ring would be swinging and yeah. it'd be out or oh god, and then, and then also on top of that, you know the gladiators they would originally grab you by the waist with their legs and then just full weight, oh, yeah. and then start trying to tug you down, dude. No, fuck that. Well, that's how you that's how you rip a shoulder out of a socket. But yeah, the the swing shot. I always thought that, or I guess human cannonball. The human cannonball. I always enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, the assault was there, and you know some of these games like assault, uh, they might not have been like. Well, we'll go into some of this on the break, and I want to go game by game on yeah, break. It. Yeah. But trying to put these together on a Super Nintendo, just having them. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. So, like, if the game graphically or control-wise kind of missed the mark a little bit, you were, I bet it was still quite a challenge, you know. Uh, now, I, I'm going to not dig on it too much. You know, the game is, uh, it is what it is. It, it doesn't, uh, let me just say, it doesn't go above and beyond, I don't think. But one of the things that the game does is it does make you want to power through and play the games. Uh, so, I mean, you know, like, you know, the Human Cannonball is kind of somewhat difficult to play. But I could power through Human Cannonball because I want to play Atlasphere yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, which I still think Atlasphere has the reason Fusion Frenzy has that game. Oh, it's 100%. probably because of Atlasphere. Yeah. But, uh,. The game scratches the itch. If you want to play American Gladiators, you want to get some Gladiator-esque stuff, it scratches enough of an itch. So, I've only got one more thing that makes it and breaks it, and it's probably the big thing uh, for me that makes it. Uh, do you have anything you want to add in here, Josh? My big thing for it is the, I guess, the rounds weren't too long to where it was mind-numbing. You were correct. Like, I think it was the perfect amount it was paced pretty good. Uh, you're you're right. You know, not one of the games like say when I guess I put you know it makes you want to power through. It scratches the itch. Even though you uh, there was games that you didn't like, you could breeze through them pretty quick. Yeah, only and even though a minute, two minutes, but at you, the max. yeah, but even if you did uh, get to the game you want, you didn't feel shortchanged. So they did pace that correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought the game, I thought the rounds were very, very easily done with the time where it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't murder. You didn't want to slit your wrist. Now, my last thing that I've got for Make It is it essentially, it captures, captures the essence of the 90s TV show. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's the best thing that they got going for it. Uh, it ain't like the Untouchables when you're like, oh, this captures the essence of what that TV no. show's about. No, that is fucking garbage. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no denying that this is American Gladiators, and it does a pretty damn good job at it uh, for for what it is. Now, you know, mind you, if you are an American Gladiators fan and or you didn't like the show, you're gonna hate the freaking game. Yeah. There is no doubt on that. Uh, but it did enough to to warrant that and and i think you're right especially i've completely bypassed the whole pacing of the levels i think it did uh it tried to play to its strengths it, it did. didn't want to overstay its welcome and the only i mean i would have uh not noticed it but you know playing it and then actually watching the show i'm like you know what they've they've paced these levels real good and it and it's not really and i feel like even on the tv show they didn't overstay their welcomes either i mean no, i feel like each it was game quick was, it's about two three minutes because i think they would always have the guys go and then the girls yep. and maybe the girls on the next round and then and the guys got, yeah. or something like that and that was another thing that you know overall that the show did good it wasn't just like watching a bunch of guys out there bro up uh hey you know and 
at the time, you know, it would be easy to have a bat, uh, versus competition with just men, but they gave women. They got. Yeah. I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't think I ever seen a woman that looked like a freaking 1990s American gladiator woman in my damn life until you put, and you're like, oh, man, there's some freaking swole yeah. women out there, yeah. you know? And uh, so, I, you know, it was equal opportunity, too, for its uh, time, you know, but. Uh, you gonna jump on over into break it, Josh? Let's do it. All right. Uh, even though I like the way that the gladiators' bios are, other than that, the startup seemed pretty cheap and lazy. It was bad, and that's probably for all of Game Techs. Uh, you know, it was about the most basic repeating. Uh, I was actually like trying to do a little bit of a top up while the title screen was on. I was like, I gotta stop this shit. Like, yeah. it, it was pretty bad. Uh, and while we're talking about lazy, uh, the button mapping was terrible. Yeah, it was uh, definitely sus, you know. Uh, now, there are some games that didn't require using the D pad, there's some games that. Should have, and they didn't use the or that didn't use the uh, buttons. I guess not the D pad. Yeah, uh, there are some games that did use the buttons, and some of it was a little weird. And then some of the games the button should have used the buttons. You know, button mapping was also terrible. Do you want to? I guess while we're here, do you want to run down each of the games that you had to play? Yeah. Okay. The first game that you play in the game is Assault. Uh, Why is that number one? I don't know. I, I feel like that would been like toward the end. That's me. I thought that would be closer towards the end. I didn't think you were going to start out with one of the with one of the most iconic parts of American Gladiator. Now, did they rotate the games? Like, did they play the games in the same order on the show? No, they because, rotated because I know like the wall always did seem to be at the end. Yeah, the wall was always close to the end. Uh, atmosphere or the. Uh, I don't want to call it the football one, but... The oh, yeah. Powerball or whatever. Powerball was always in the front. Okay. Well, Assault, to me, was always one of the favorite ones. Just because you got a gladiator shooting freaking... 100 mile per hour yeah. tennis balls, actually. Yeah, so you... And you kind of get the part where he runs over there and he gets to the first station. So in Assault, there's like six or seven stations. And you go from, like, basically a damn... Freaking! I think the very first station was just like a bunch of like softballs that you could throw. No, so this gladiator. Well, the first station was a. Uh, the last station I think was like yeah, the last ball. station was the first one. I think was like a gun or a crossbow of some sort. It was a crossbow. It went crossbow, bazooka, gun, softball. So this gladiator's up on a pedestal and he is shooting these tennis balls and there's this big round bullseye above his head like like i don't know like 10 feet above his head and so you got to hit it and then he'll like spray up smoke yeah that was always cool too yeah and uh so you're running for station to station trying to shoot that shoot these little nerf bullets and when, before nerf was a thing i think and if you got hit by the tennis ball the game was over i'm sure you got like 10 points or whatever yeah. i think you got a point for every gun that was fired uh, during the, the show. Something like that. But, okay, so going to the station to shoot was okay. Picking up the fucking gun was hard as shit. Was, what was that, like the R button? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why the hell is it the R button? Yeah, wasn't A, wasn't... Yeah, I'm over here hitting the buttons. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't pick this down. I've got shot like 16 times with that damn tennis ball trying to pick up the fucking yeah. weapon. And then the aiming mechanism... That I little square up the top corner, that was atrocious. I feel like it's probably not as bad as most people think, but it was not good. It was bad. It was bad, but yeah. not like... So, that's one of your, you know, darling games right there. And it kind of sucked. You kind of ruined it. Uh, and you want to talk about some goofy shit. The, the human cannonball. <laughs> uh... So, you know, it's a quick game. You get one shot, and technically you got a, a gladiator sitting there with... Standing on a joust pedestal yeah, and, with a... And it's like a football hitting pad. Yeah. Like, marked around the arm like a shield, I mm -hmm. guess. And you swing, so uh, uh, you got two power meters, uh, of which you don't know what either one of them fucking does. Nope. 
And uh, the first time I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going off muscle memory playing this game. And it says too, too slow. Yeah. And then I go one and literally you go all the way up to the rat, like your feet, you're following your feet and the feet go all the way up to the damn rafters. Oh, which I was is waiting the, to go out of the stadium. It is the goofiest shit ever. Yeah. And then it said too far left. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, that was like really goofy. The whole it wasn't Cuban good. Cannonball. It wasn't good. Uh, atmosphere pretty good. I don't have no beast with atmosphere. Uh, I, so that basically well, you you've got these pods on the ground. You roll over them. You get a point. I have a feeling like you couldn't roll over the same pod twice. No, like you had to do one in between. Well, see that was the thing. Sometimes my my only beef with atmosphere. Is I would roll over one. You was going too fast. Going too fast. You had to slow now, I it down. Do, I do remember in the game, the live TV show. You have to stop. Yeah, you kind of have to like slow it down for it. And at the same time, you know, you can be battling. You can freaking block your competitor. Uh, now the whole time you got gladiators in the same balls trying, trying to, to knock hit, you yeah, off, trying to fuck you. So too. I do know that if you got in a bad spot because these things were like little, they were hamster balls. Yeah, and when you. You had to get like a little momentum, and if you lost your momentum and you're trying to go up one of them, you were screwed. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I, I actually think Atmosphere was I think maybe I, the best game that they had. Yeah, Atmosphere was solid, but like I said, there was the whole aspect of it to where you had to stop or slow down enough, and the slowing down aspect was hard as shit because your whole goal was to try to time it. Well, I did have a little muscle memory on that. I always lit up. I, I was smoking out. Oh, I didn't. I sucked it up. I was, I was good. Joust, that's my least favorite game out of all of it, and I didn't like it on here. No. I thought it was garbage on this. Yeah. And let me just go ahead and tell you. So the only part of Joust that's fun was you either made it like a time limit or you knocked the other person off. Yeah. Like So you'd have like basically a foam pit. I think they were the original foam pits you know, that I'd ever seen. In this game... They were uh, in the show was it was a uh, pretty much like an air mattress, like the stunt double air mattress. It uh, wasn't foam, but, okay. But yeah, there was a thing there. So the part that really pissed me off, even though I didn't like Joust, was uh, when you got beat. It was fucking horrible. Even in the first game, you knock somebody off and they start screaming. And this one, the game just stops and the guy backs up or girl and then goes down to a knee. Mm. I was like the fuck is this yeah. like i want to knock somebody off yeah. did you not give me a damn like if i remember too on the show couldn't you like grab the other person's stick and kind of like shove them or they could, or you could get your stick and try to shove yeah, you, them you, you, you could either done your put your sticks as an actual baton like they're made you know where you actually swat hit kick or you could just sit there and use that as a fucking spear and go ah you bastard so uh, we move on, so that is what one, two, three, four, five, six. The wall that was always a very ang- like I feel like that was one of the games the gladiators were always stronger on was yeah. the wall. Uh, it was a little weird. Uh, I was I'm good at the wall on here, uh, but the movements are super weird. Yeah, it's very they could yeah the clunky reach. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a chameleon that yeah. like reaching out every time it's it's yeah. you reach for one. So the wall just there wasn't necessarily nothing really super wrong with it, other than it was just really weird to me the way it moved, the way the control was. And then I think the last one, I think I got them all except for the eliminator. So the eliminator, you know, so you're battling for all the freaking bananas. Yep. And boy. You're going to have to have your guy run as fast as possible. So maybe you hold over on the D-pad. Maybe you hold over and then you tap A. Maybe you just hit A and B. No. You use L and R. And I can imagine if you're playing this on an emulator on your phone, it was probably hard as shit. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, now Now, I could power through it pretty good on my controller. Well, see, after the emulator with that, I actually uploaded it onto my PC. Uh huh. And I changed it to the... Like... Arrow buttons or something. Or Wasta. Okay. And I, dude, once it was there, it was just, and my dude took off. But even during then, you couldn't even really enjoy but, the yeah. obstacles because you're just hitting the buttons as fast as possible. And that's fine. But it's like, yeah. this is the big shebang. This is what everybody's waiting for. And you're kind of glossing over these games just by hitting buttons. And then you get to the very end and you actually got like little hurdles you got to jump over. 
<coughs> which trying to hit L and R and then using A to jump, not only was it clunky and horrible, is it was also very weird looking graphically. Yeah. Uh, so like each game had a pretty big. Oh, I, I, we forgot Powerball. Powerball is the one I forgot. Yeah. Uh, so Powerball. Now I can understand if you, I'm pretty sure in the show <coughs> you can only pick up one of the. That's where you have I think five canisters. You got red and blue, basically Nerf balls. You put them in a canister. You get one point, and then there's one in the center. Yeah. And you got three gladiators. These weren't actual Nerf balls. These they they look to be like rugby balls. Okay. Like they they were bigger than footballs. So I'm pretty sure in the game, just like on the show, you picked one up. I think the competitors started on opposite yep, sides. Opposite ends. And you could, if you got knocked down or lost your ball or went out of bounds, you had to go to the other side to get dro- another one. So you ball. had to alternate sides. And traditionally, you would have a gladiator guarding the first third, uh, one guarding the second third, and then the one guarding the one in the middle. And this is the one that, boy, gladiators really teed up on. Yeah. Because it's one-on-one, it's speed, you've got to juke them or something. And I don't know how many gladiators I've seen just shit-whip somebody. Yeah, I mean, they do the full forearm tackle where they just... Hit yeah. and shit wreck you. This hard. is uh, this may be the ring game gives me anxiety. This is probably going to be the most physical abuse that you catch during this whole game. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I remember gladiators had to have the alternates come in because they got hurt playing this. Yeah, game or like get cut up. Now, oh yeah, because that was another thing in the show. That was not that. That was just rubber mats. Oh yeah, have you ever it's fell like play on mats? Probably yeah. sitting on concrete. Yeah, have you ever like skidded across a rubber mat, dude? You you leave layers of skin behind. And I feel like those gladiators not only enjoyed beating you up, I felt like they took pride on not letting you score shit. Oh yeah, like and and once again, there's some shit talk, and I'm pretty sure there's been pretty close to some damn fights on there too. Yeah, but uh, without the game part itself, you go to pick up your ball. You hit like the A or B button, I can't remember, and it sucked trying to pick a ball up, and then it sucked trying to put it in the container. It was okay until you go to the container and you try to put it in, and it says missed. Yeah. It's like, oh, what the dude, fuck? I was, I or you're trying to pick hated. up the ball, but you're at like the wrong angle, so yeah. you had to step back. And then I don't know how many times I got tackled by that damn gladiator while I was in my damn safe zone over there. I got hit all the time. Uh, so it was actually probably pretty accurate for what the game is, but uh, I did not uh, enjoy uh, Powerwall. So uh, that kind of goes through the games. All the games pretty well have big major flaws. Uh, Atlasphere was my personal favorite. I think that was the most sound game. It was like the- it wasn't my favorite in the show, but it was probably my favorite one to play because Same it was here. the least broken. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here for a few more things. Uh, um, I feel like the game doesn't have replayability uh yeah you want to play it four or five times but you want to get good at your events you're probably going to play the game a few times but there's no real reason to keep going back uh there's no difficulty settings no because i felt like sometimes i wasn't scoring any damn points and the competitor wasn't either yeah uh I don't think they would like, I feel like if I was playing like shit, the competitor should have a big lead on me. And I feel like it really dumbed itself down to this yeah. competition. Uh, I think they wanted to keep it as even as possible. Yeah. Cause when I score points, they had no problem scoring points. Yeah. When I didn't, they didn't. Uh, but I do feel that whether you were having a tough time with it, maybe you should be able to dial the difficulty down to easy. Maybe if you're having an easy time, dial it up to difficult. You yeah. To dial it up to normal or easy, normal, and gladiator. And uh, I felt like you probably needed a difficulty setting. Uh, now, this would probably ruin the game, but per se, you're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm smoking these, but I'm suck at like, the wall. There's no opportunity to be able to go in and just practice the wall. Yeah, no. You have to go through and play. You got to replay the entire setup. Uh, not a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, now... I don't think there would be... I feel like you just don't level select the Eliminator to force people to play the game. But, like, yeah, there would be some games on there like that I would not play, like uh, Human Cannonball. I could go completely fine with just playing the game over and over. Yeah. Like, many games. Uh, so, I did think that 
you know, and that part ain't really nothing to beat up on like the actual gameplay itself. It's just like kind of options that kind of make sense that you're surprised that you didn't have. Uh, probably my biggest thing, and this is really, I've probably got more, uh, that I can pick on the game a little bit with, but, uh, this is my big one. There is no reward for winning and no reward for losing. Yep. It literally pops up and says, yeah, you know, Josh, 22 points, so-and-so, 19, and then it goes back to the startup screen. Yep. When you lose, it is I'm about the same to say, thing. That, no, no, nothing. No little fanfare, no flair, no nothing. Uh, so, yeah, it's like you don't get a trophy presentation. You don't get it like like in, you know, the other game tech games like Family Feud and stuff like that. A little like speech. You, you get to come back and compete again, which really wouldn't have mattered on here. But uh, it was just and, – and I guess at the end of it, it's like is game tech really doing games that are like – quiz show video games or are they just doing TV show video games because they're by far Family Feud and Jeopardy is way better than this game. Yeah. Like, so that's the part that kills me is like maybe you should stick to the quiz base. This is what happens uh, now that you know they step outside the box maybe you should, they tried. You should stick with your question based yeah. answers. Yeah, yeah. You know? they, they shot their shot on this. Is there any well is there anything else that you uh, want to put in this break it before we move on Josh? No you pretty much covered it. I will say too that one thing I did appreciate is uh, I don't know that there's many games on Super Nintendo, but I know on computer and some of the stuff that you're in across, like when it's like, what's your character's name? You could type in like bitch, oh yeah, dick, yeah, or penis, yeah. or whatever. That was totally immature. So it'd be like, bitch has won the freaking eliminator, yeah. and of course it doesn't say that, but uh, I do get to appreciate uh, whenever games do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or even when you sit, put your name as AAA, and then you're playing like Kevin or something yeah. like that, you know, Sean. Uh, all right, Josh. So we got a uh, uh, price charting. We got speed runs, and I've got kind of a plethora of fun, of fun facts. facts. Yeah, I figured you would because I'm about to say, I about guarantee you these are all based on the show. Oh, absolutely. That is absolutely <laughs> it. And I know there's not another American Gladiator uh, game that we're going to play, so I feel like, uh, yeah, there's the opportunity to have some good fun facts. Yeah. And, and they're okay. They're okay. So where do you want to pick I'll up? I'll say hit me with the fun facts, because I, I, I like having those. Okay. Uh, uh, basically, uh, this one is uh, it, it was kind of, the game was kind of, in the 70s, there's a professional arm wrestler who made a series of events that people could compete that was called the Working Man's Olympics. Uh, this is uh, in Pennsylvania. And this is kind of where the show kind of got, I ain't going to say it's like what it is now, but it's kind of where the, the foundation for it yeah. came from. So uh, basically the guy that was coming up with this had met this guy, uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny Ferraro. And he's the one that really kind of took it to the next level. And he had promoted some stuff for like their work in like the local town. And that's why the guy chose Johnny Ferraro. Uh, it took years, but he finally sold the idea to Samuel Goldwyn Company. And uh, in the spare time of Johnny, the promoter, he was a uh, Elvis impersonator. Oh. That's kind of, so at, not really too much pertaining, but how often do you find Elvis impersonators? All the time in Vegas. Well, there's actually one that works at my company as a driver. Uh, but uh, he uh, legitimately looks like freaking Elvis Presley. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. Uh, so, uh, you know, the company, of course, that owned it was the uh, Samuel Goldwyn Company. Uh, so the president of Goldwyn, uh, Dick Askin, uh, was going around trying to shop the game around. And Fox was, I think, one of the first people who wanted the show, but they wanted to make have a commitment for a 26 episode deal. But they wanted all of the uh, the competitions to be scripted, as far as the outcomes, to trash talk, and who was winning. So they were really trying to WWE. Wow! And they're like, no, we're not doing. Wow! That. No. So they were wanting to do it more as an entertainment, mm -hmm. like wrestling, than it was and a then, competition. Uh, yeah, instead of competition. Uh, this uh, bullet point was. Uh, Sometimes the gladiator names weren't so cool. Uh, you know, 
having toy ready names like Laser, Nitro, and Zap uh, are pretty memorable. But prior to the uh, fall premiere of '89, uh, they had before the show got premiered, they had uh, word that the athletes had names like Dominoes, Willie, Catalyst, and Evander. So I think uh, Laser Nitro Zap and uh, yeah. Diamond and and Gemini, like them, were uh, good choices. Yeah, I think those were solid choices. Uh, so <laughs> who are you going to go against? Oh, Willie. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Man, have you saw that Willie figurine? All right. So here is uh, starting to get a little more juicy here. Uh, they had, uh, by the start of the third season, they had 25,000 people trying out to join American Gladiators. And 90% of them were disqualified because they couldn't complete some of the tests. And the one test that eliminated the most was the pull-up competition. They were expecting men to do 25 pull-ups in 30 seconds and women to do 8 pull-ups. And that eliminated 90% of 25,000 people who Wow, really? Now, mind you, 25 and 30 seconds is hammer. 8 and 30 seconds would probably give me a damn heart attack, you know, just being out of shape. But... Uh, I, yeah, I, but but these people were they were they were in I don't want to say in great shape, but they were in some type of shape. But that also reminds me of American Ninja, or Ninja Warrior. You yeah, know, it's all upper body. Strength, it is all upper body. But I do think that maybe that gives you a shot, like because it's like, hey, you know, there's going to be a ton of people, and I kind of appreciate it. It's like, hey, what if we were going to go try to win tickets for something in six months? It's 25,000 people are trying to win. But you had to be able to complete these series of events. Like You at least have a goal you can work oh, yeah. at that you know puts you in the top like 10% yeah. of people. Like, so just putting the hard work and perseverance in, you basically you, you were in the top. You know, the, so I did appreciate that. Uh, the uh, audience, so uh, the company had made a deal with Universal Studios uh, for advertising the attraction on TV. Uh, they were hoping to get tourists uh, going to the tapings, uh, but apparently they wanted to go see other events, or not other events, but other attractions. And so there was quite a few people either getting up and leaving in the middle of the show and or uh, not coming to the show. So what they ended up doing to combat this, and this is going to sound wild, that they uh, dimmed the lights, and they propped up plywood cutouts with hand-drawn faces in the darker sections of the bleachers. So literally, the <laughs> part of the damn crowd was just nothing but cardboard or plywood cutouts. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. Uh, no, but now that makes me want to watch some more episodes and try to pinpoint them out. So the guy who uh, composed the uh, uh, music, uh, I guess the... Uh, gonna fly now is the uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the guy that made the music for American Gladiators. Uh, his name is Bill Conti. He also did uh, Gonna Fly Now, which is the signature track of Rocky. And he won an Oscar for uh, his uh, work and the music of 1983's The Right Stuff. So you got a guy that basically, yeah. uh, you know, he was one of the Rocky guys, like yeah. doing the music with Rocky, and he did the American Gladiator music. Uh, I said it. Do, it doesn't seem like they skipped out on this. Like, it seemed like they wanted this to be a, a huge thing. So I got four more. I'll hammer through real quick. These are pretty good. Uh, believe it or not, they did pick these events designed to favor the contestants. Now, that ring is bullshit. They, they, yeah, no, no, no. They they said that the the producer Askin said that they were trying to minimize the size and strength advantages. So they had a realistic shot at winning. Uh, uh, they wanted to basically what they were trying to do is try to get events that a guy who was five eight and one hundred and seventy pounds had an equal chance to either uh, meet or beat the gladiators. Uh, that Powerball one is bullshit too because your favorites of damn gladiators. Yeah. With that. Maybe if it was two and you could outrun them, uh, unless unless dudes got very nimble feet. Quick toes, ballerina style. Okay, I think this is where he got his start. But there was also a kids' version of American Gladiators, and you know who hosted it? No, they basically put a little bit of educational elements into it and stuff. And I don't know; uh, it was co-hosted. 
I think this was one of his early on, if not his start. It was uh, co-hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Oh, really? I don't remember the kid one. I kind of can picture it, but I don't the remember. The only thing I remember from like a kid's gladiator was uh, oh, something temple. Hidden temple? Yeah. Uh, so also uh, the gladiators did end up going on strike. Uh, so they had 75 licensed items from Nintendo games to apparel to toys and the Goldwyn co- uh, company was making millions of dollars off of it. Uh, when they had started, now this is coming in, you know, the later, you know, the later seasons, but several seasons in, uh, they were making millions. The company was, but the gladiators was happy to get hired to do the work. So they'd basically signed away their likeness rods. Really? And so they wanted, uh, Goldwyn wasn't going to negotiate. They're like tough, tough shit, you know, should have read the contract. uh, So that's why they largely recast the show in the fourth season. Uh, and it ran several more years after, but you know, of course the ratings was suffering. The game was kind of, it was on its downhill slide, but the gladiators weren't getting paid, uh, you know, for what they thought they were. And they said, screw you. We'll go get some more gladiators, which, they probably could because it was big enough that yeah. you probably had bodybuilders lining up. And the last but least, this is one I definitely didn't know that I feel like would have been fun as shit. Uh, so they did. They were ended up taking this show on the road, and they were touring. Uh, they did a hundred and fifty city tour where they were doing this, and of course they would be. Uh, they were on you know places that they wanted to go, but uh, they had in. It did actually evolve to this. Uh, they had American Gladiators Orlando Live, which debuted in 1995 uh, in Kissimmee uh, Auditorium down the road from Walt Disney World. And so it was a dinner show where you got to watch the American Gladiators compete. And uh, and have dinner. As contestants got pummeled with tennis balls, spectators can enjoy a, splat, a sweat-splattered meal for thirty nine ninety five, you tell me I could eat thirty nine ninety five. Like this is like better than medieval times. Yeah, I want to throw a turkey leg up there while yeah. one of us on the rings yeah. or something like. So uh, that was just some of the fun facts, and there's more. I think I seen some stuff that I couldn't really verify, but I think one of them was they were using Whitney Houston's touring bus, and they would run into MC Hammer, and there was plenty of stories about how in the height of it, like these celebrities would run into him in restaurants and stuff, and invite him to parties. And uh, I mean, the American Gladiators, it was huge for a while. Yeah, and I mean, even when it came back, I think it was still pretty huge. But uh, yeah, and and I'm sure there was a lot of sex and steroids and all that. A lot of drug abuse. So, all right. We wrapped I mean, up. How, hell, you would need cocaine just to do those rings. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sure it was a uh, cocaine fueled uh, set. Uh, but, okay, so we want to do the price charting. Uh, we got to rank it, and then we got the speed runs. You want the speed runs first, Josh? Yeah, speed run it. There is six speed runs. Uh, uh, it's just completing the game. Okay. How fast do you think somebody completed it? I'm going to say the fastest you can complete this game is probably 15 minutes. The very last place guy or girl uh, completed it in five minutes and 52 that, seconds. What? So, and they've got notes on all these. One of them is like joust is the key. They're like, you got to win quick or lose quick. Because at the end of the day, it don't even really matter if you win or lose. Yeah, true. You just got to beat the overall points in the end. So four years ago in Super Nintendo, Yo! BGS uh did it in five minutes, 52 seconds flat. No milliseconds on it. Oh, wow. Bald Nate, four years ago, did it five minutes, 13 seconds, and 84 milliseconds. Uh, E-M-A-G-E-N 303. Imagine 303. Yeah. That's what I uh, he did it five minutes, eight seconds, three years ago, three years ago. Uh, somebody from Chile named P-A-X-H. Pax. Pax. Uh, did it in five minutes and five seconds. So we got to come down to milliseconds on the first one and the second one. The first or the second place, Orange King 529, did it seven months ago. Uh, and he has a quote on here like, hey, I just wanted to find some obscure game and there's plenty of time for somebody that wants to beat my world record. Like, you know how the speedrunners are? Yeah, They're a strange breed. Yeah, they're all... 
They're all he did it in five minutes, one second. And like, like they've got a frame counter on this thing, apparently. Like this is how close because it, it must just be the absolute quickest. Yeah. He did it in five minutes, one second, 933 milliseconds. Okay. Q U E U E T Y. Q U T Q U T Cutie. Yeah, I just go with cutie. I thought it was QWERTY at first, but uh, so the second place person did five minutes, one seconds, and nine thirty-three milliseconds. They did it one month ago. Five minutes, one second, four hundred sixty-seven milliseconds. Oh shit! So literally, like half a second. Half, yeah, yeah, like. 500 milliseconds yeah uh separated first from second and i don't know why i'm so entertained by it but i am wow so uh i guess just spam a lot of buttons try to get through it you tap the shit out of that damn l and r button i guess and you hammer it out five minutes god there's no way i can't believe that all six have did it in five minutes yeah that's the part that blows my mind all right Gonna jump over into price charting eBay. Why do you think a loose copy of this sells for, Josh? See, um, it, it's the whole thing of the times. Like this was so huge, so I don't know if this game was extremely mass produced, and that caused it to be super rare, or if it was not mass produced, and it's not a lot. My thinking before I even looked this up was the only two game tech games I can remember off the top of my head was Family Feud and Jeopardy Sports, which both weren't really expensive games. Yeah. I think they were fairly cheap games. So there's when you start thinking about some games like you know Chrono Trigger, where you're thinking of like Square Enix or Squaresoft and, and some of these games that are like Konami and all that yeah. that are kind of expensive. I don't know that I've ever seen a game that was a game tech game that was expensive. So that's the yeah, first thing yeah. I'm like, I feel like game tech is... And judging by some of the design and some of the setup of this game, yeah. it's pretty cheap. Yeah, let's, I mean, I my gut would say like $20 for it. You're a little bit high. Okay. I was surprised that eBay, I've seen them consistently selling for $16.99, free shipping. Price charting had it about $14.70. Split difference, call it 15 bucks. Yeah, 15 uh, which that was a little higher than I thought it was going to be. What do you think a complete copy sells? I've got about a $7 difference between the price charting and eBay from what I've seen. I would say probably about 38 Price charting at $37.99. Yeah. Uh, eBay at $45. So that would have, your rule would have worked on yeah. eBay as well. Uh, didn't see a new copy. But price charting, what do you think they've got a, a new copy for? I'm going to say probably about 80 Little, well, you're low. You're low. Low? I ain't going to say a little low, but you're low. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a solid 100. 122. 122? Uh, the end of the day, I got this cartridge right here, and I've got $7.50, Josh. And I say, hey, you pick one, I'll take the other. Which are you taking? I'd probably take the cash on this one. I, I feel like this game is overpriced at $15. I feel like this is a solid $10 tops game. Yeah. Like, you tell me $8, I'd probably buy it. Uh, I got nothing but fond memories of the game. Uh, it definitely has not aged super well. Yeah. Uh, you have the nostalgia factor playing in. Absolutely. If you've never played American Gladiators or never watched a show and you played this and you've, you've heard the premise without being able to visualize these games and like the memories of them. Uh, I'd say the game probably is really bad, but I do have those memories. So I, I power through them. Yeah. You know? uh, and like say half our freaking podcast, we've been talking about the actual show itself. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, and there's nothing bad you really say about the show other than it, it probably gets a repetitive season after season. Like yeah. I mean, if you watched all the seasons back to back to back, you'd probably be about over some damn oh, yeah. gladiators. So I've done three episodes and I'm, I'm done for a while. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like this would uh, be a solid five to $10 game. I wouldn't pay $15 for this game. No. Uh, I don't know. I think taking the cash is probably the right idea. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> it's right there at gut check for me. I, I do not think the game is worth it. Uh, 
with all that being said, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I really need to, to put in to wrap it up. I mean, the show is great. The game is mediocre at best. The regular Nintendo game isn't that great, but I feel like the regular Nintendo game did a little bit more than this one did. Uh, I don't know. It's just an okay game. Just okay game. Yeah. So, we're going to do what we always do, Josh. Plot to take over the world. Yep. So, we've got to rank this. In the brain reference. And for those that haven't known, uh, just randomly pick American Gladiators to start on Willis Ness, which I'm sure you haven't. Uh, we are ranking this. Each season runs 10 episodes, and we rank them 1 through 10. At the end of the season, we dump it into the vat of the other 40 games that we have uh, ranked. So uh, by the end of this, we're going to have all 700 and something freaking games ranked. And uh, we're tell you, and you can rank along with us, you know. But at the end of this, we're going to have our true rankings of what's the best and the worst Super Nintendo games. So last week, we played a game called Gods. Uh, the connection there is Gladiators. And yes, and as well, uh, even though I would, I feel like Gods is by far a more of an Amiga game than American Gladiators. Uh, it, it, it was released on the Amiga. It was. So uh, there's been themes of seasons. Now this is all randomized, but we've had movies that starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the movie is directed by James Cameron. Yep. We've had uh, our Will first season a- was Will of Amiga. It seemed like we played like three or four damn Amiga games. And then we had the FX season where we played three out of eight FX games. Yes, and uh, then I mean we had a couple seasons where it was like war games. Uh, you know, tanks, tanks and airplanes. So uh, we got Gods last week, which by default is the number one game of this season. It's on Mount Rushmore for at least four four episodes until it gets either moved up or knocked off. We got American Gladiators, Josh. So I guess it comes down to flat out, is American Gladiators better than Gods? Or is Gods better than American Gladiator? What's your number one? What's your number two? Uh, I'm going to say this is a number two game for me. Really? I I had a little bit more fun with Gods because it had a replayability part because you had to replay it to be able to know where all the traps and everything was. So you play American Gladiators for about two hours and I think you're done with this game. You'd set it down. That's where I'm sitting. I've got nothing but nostalgia. I know. You got the nostalgia factor playing. I've got American Gladiators as number one and Gods as number two, but you do bring up a good point. Two hours of this. Now, two hours of Gods is probably going to make me slip my wrist, too. Uh, but you're at least learning the levels. You're That's my whole thing. You're, you're at least learning the levels, learning all the traps. I'm going to move American Gladiators to, to level two. Or to not level two, to, to number two. I originally have sat here and thought that it was number one, but uh, I do think even though it's an incredibly tough game, Gods has more thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, it has, it has going on a, if, if I'm playing something for more than, I, I'd go ahead and tell you, if you are playing American Gladiators and you play it for 30 minutes and your game runs 10 minutes each, Three games is going to be pretty tough to hammer yeah. through. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you've inadvertently swayed me. I was wanting to tell you that you're wrong, but <laughs> you saying playing this playing this game for two hours, you're 100% right, 1,000% right. Uh, I don't think I could play Gladiators more than 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. I don't think I played it more than 30 minutes at a time. It was like in small blocks, which I guess is kind of a make it. You, yeah. kind of, you could get in and get out, but I do think you are correct. Do one gauntlet run, do all of them, then set it down, and then come back a couple hours later so we're gonna wrap up here you got it me and josh both have gods as number one american gladiators as number two yeah we got to call our shot for the third game of this season josh uh so we normally will have like a theme it seems like you know we already got a theme right here are we going to carry on with this theme or do you think it'll be something different i think it'll be something different you've already referenced it you said what we do every night Planet Take Over the World. I think we're getting a cartoon game. Okay, cartoon game. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I think that we're going to get a game. What am I thinking? 
I mean, you could branch off and from this one if you wanted. We're getting a puzzle game. Go on puzzle? Now, I'm not saying it's going to be like a Tetris necessarily puzzle. Um, it might be even a puzzle game in the way that God's kind of is a puzzle game. Maybe like a platform puzzler or something. Well, like an RPG uh, puzzle. Yeah, I guess you could probably... I guess puzzle is pretty broad. Most RPGs have puzzle aspect yeah. to it. Uh, I'm just going to go with the puzzle game. There's okay. going to be a little bit of thinking that has to be involved uh, okay. in this game. And uh, that might be a little bit of a, a cop-out, but... Uh, if it pulls up in its secret of mana, I'm not going to consider that a puzzle game. No, I'll say that, that, that I that, just missed on that. Yeah, one. that's a straight RPG. But if uh, we get something like the Game Boy game Boxel, where you're moving or Bubble Bobble or something, yeah, like, I will call that a puzzle yeah, game. I would too. Uh, so you're calling cartoon game? I'm calling puzzle game. I guess we're going to draw the next game and we'll see what happens, Josh. So uh, we're going to be back next week with episode 43. Episode 43. Peace out. See ya. <laughs>